Thanks for listening to the GOSH podcast. GOSH stands for the Gynecologic Oncology Sharing Hub, an open space for real and evidence-based discussions on gynecologic cancers. We'll share the stories of gyne cancer patients and survivors and hear from researchers and clinicians who are working behind the scenes to improve the lives of people with gynecologic cancers. Our podcast is produced and recorded on the traditional unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations. It is produced by the Gynecologic Cancer Initiative, a province-wide initiative in British Columbia with the mission to accelerate transformative research and translational practice on the prevention, detection, treatment, and survivorship of gynecologic cancers. Hi, I'm Nicole Kay. And I'm Stephanie Lamb. And you're listening to the GOSH Podcast. The GOSH Podcast presents a three-part series to celebrate the Conquering Cancer campaign. Conquering Cancer is a global social impact communications initiative designed to celebrate the efforts made to eliminate cervical cancer around the world. While cancers are a leading cause of death worldwide, a global movement is building to put cervical cancer in the history books. The aim of the Conquering Cancer campaign is to propel change by supporting the World Health Organization's cervical cancer elimination targets through a three-pronged approach of vaccination, screening, and treatment. In this three-part series, we interview three important women behind this campaign. Dr. Marianne Seville, Executive Director of the Australian Centre for the Prevention of Cervical Cancer, Sue Collins, filmmaker behind Conquering Cancer, and Kirsty Brown, a cervical cancer survivor and patient advocate. Through the Conquering Cancer campaign, these three women are seeking to raise awareness about the prevention and elimination of cervical cancer and how, by implementing vaccination, screening, and treatment, it is entirely possible and will save the lives of an estimated 62 million people around the world. Welcome back to the GOSH podcast. Uh, We're really excited today. We are joined by Sue Collins. Sue is a multi-award winning producer, writer, research, and content creator. She's a graduate of the renowned Victorian College of the Arts, which is where her interest in public education projects began. Her passion is in creating work that directly benefits others through advocacy, such as her impact film, Conquering Cancer. The film is a global social impact communications initiative designed to stimulate and celebrate efforts to eliminate cervical cancer around the world. It will amplify the outcomes achieved in countries where elimination is imminent and also inspire decision makers in other countries to join the movement and prioritize urgent action. The film was supported by partners such as the American Cancer Society and Cancer Council Australia. Thanks for joining the podcast, Sue. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, we're very excited to chat with you today. To start us off, what inspired you to work on this impact film? That's a really good question. Um, I have been working in film, in um, impact filmmaking for probably 15 years or so now. And so I've, I've done a lot of time traveling the world and I've got a real interest in public health and particularly in health equity. And so when I came across this story, it became so apparent that it really is a health equity story because I'm in a very privileged position here in Australia where um, I've been receiving regular, um, what was previously pap tests, you know, my whole my whole life really. And um, so when I embarked on this particular project, 
and learned that the majority of women around the world have such limited access to a really basic service like uh, a pap test or what's now an HPV test, I was really shocked because it's such a simple preventative measure, but it's not accessed by all women. And of course, this is creating an enormous disparity in health and health outcomes. So that was what really inspired me, um, how to make a project that would really help to, you know, help raise awareness of that. Great, thank you so much, Sue. That was, that's um, amazing to hear. And I think um, some of the other podcast recordings that we did with uh, Marion and Kirsty really does highlight that it is a really important health equity issue and um, highlighting that is so important. Um, so what was the filmmaking process like for this documentary? Um, clearly you've um, been able to travel around the world to make this documentary. How was that like um, to um, highlight those stories? Yes, that's a, a really great question given the couple of years we've just endured. <laughs> um, so the normal filmmaking process was a little disrupted, I have to say. Um, so <laughs> we had a few challenges, but fortunately we'd rolled camera prior to the pandemic. So we'd already had the opportunity to meet some incredible people and film some amazing stories, particularly in Malaysia, um, where we filmed a new program that was being rolled out called the Rose Program, which Marion may have spoken about um, on your um, previous conversation because um, she's so integral to that program. And it was just so um, rewarding for me as a filmmaker to, it, it's always such a privilege to go into people's homes and sit down with them and talk about their really deeply personal experiences. And the women that we were speaking to on this project were really young, um, you know, mm -hmm. young mothers, women who were just in the prime of their life, just starting their families, really in getting into their careers or, um, you know, the breadwinners for their family, you know, um, and being finding themselves with this very serious illness. Um, so it was it was very it was very emotional to be honest it was a, you know mm -hmm. as a filmmaker it was a very emotional experience to um to meet women in such difficult circumstances um so but at the same time they were so incredibly open with their stories and so passionate about wanting to share their stories so that they could help other women and help them understand the importance of you know vaccination and screening so that they didn't end up in similar situations Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, being able to share that and know that those stories are then going to go on and do a lot of good is, um, yeah, very rewarding as a filmmaker. But we did, we did encounter some travel challenges definitely on this project with actually um, going to countries the way we normally would. So we mm -hmm. had to innovate a little bit and there was a lot more um, pre-interviewing over Zoom and things like that that we wouldn't normally do. But, uh, yeah. but we got there and I think the final film actually has turned out really well. Um, and I think you probably don't really notice, hopefully, that <laughs> it was a disrupted process um, in the outcome. So Sue, how has this film and, you know, the filmmaking process changed the way that you see gynecologic cancers? For me, I think on a personal level, 
I don't think before I embarked on this project, I even understood what cervical cancer was. I just dutifully turned up mm. for my screenings and it's, I think possibly because in Australia we have such incredibly low rates of cervical cancer because we have such effective screening programs which have been in place for quite a few decades now and now we also have a very robust vaccine program. So we just simply don't have cervical cancer, you know, prevalent amongst people we know in the way you would with, you know, for example, breast cancer or other types of cancer. So I just don't think I had the familiarity with how serious gynecological cancers were. So it was a really big learning journey for me. And um, I think um, I think I just learned so much. And so it's, I'm really glad I'm able to share a lot of that through this film to really help other women understand the importance of, you know, being empowered to look after their own health as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, um, you're absolutely right that unless you've really had that exposure to these sorts of cancers, either through a personal or professional level, it's just sometimes really out of mind, out of sight, or out of sight, out of mind. Um, And you don't really think about kind of the larger and broader implications of um, these sorts of cancers. Um, I know that, that that was definitely the case for myself, having not um, having no kind of immediate family members who've had to deal with gynecologic cancers, um, you know, it wasn't until I started working in this space that you really start, you know, understanding what um, some of the key issues about these types of cancers are really about. Um, so go, continuing on with um, learning more about the documentary, what do you hope is the impact of um, the film that, you, you're make, that you've made? That's such a good question. Um, I think that this film, we really hope that it works on a few different levels. So I really hope that when women and their families watch the film, that they realise that they should go and get a screening if they're overdue. So that would be the, you know, absolute primary hope um, so that women stay up to date with their screenings. And then the second layer of it would be for women in countries or countries that don't have services in place for vaccination, screening or treatment of cervical cancer, that they see the film and they see the possibilities and they see the importance of implementing those programs into their own countries so that women can access the services because those barriers to service access are very varied right across the globe. And it really relies on governments to to put those programs in place. Women can ask for them, but the governments have got to provide them. So if women in those countries can take this film and screen it for their, you know, local member, their local um, health clinic, wherever is appropriate, and help them understand why it's really important, and then they can start advocating for why they need these services. And hopefully that will help with the change because, you know, the WHO has, has said that's what all countries need to do. So this film is really to support what the WHO is already telling countries around the world to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it, Marianne talked a lot about the power of storytelling um, to be able to actually move forward on the WHO's um, 
uh, call to eliminate cervical cancer. Um, and yeah, I believe that's really important to really be able to touch the hearts of people, um, you know, everyday people, but also um, policymakers and people who are able to implement some of these programs. Absolutely. So um, if the film can achieve that, I'll, I'll feel like it was a success. It was fun, actually. Even one of my team yesterday, she's um, helping us coordinate events at the moment. Um, we're doing a big push for mm -hmm. um, International Women's Day for people to host events of the film. And um, she's just received a letter from um, from her GP saying, you're, you're due for your first cervical screening. And instead of feeling fearful or hesitant or, you know, oh, I don't really want to go and do that, she's so <laughs> excited. She's like, should I document this? This is... This is, you know, I want other women to know I'm so excited I get to be, you know, part of, you know, preventing my body from developing, you know, a potential problem down the line. So, you know, that, that's yeah. fantastic because that's really shifting mm. attitudes. And, I mean, I know that's very close. She's working on the film. But, you know, if that, that's yeah. beyond effect for other women too, that would be really wonderful. We, we talked a little bit about that with um, Kirsty and um, Stephanie was sharing her experience. And I do think just that change in mindset and being able to talk about it and share, we were, Kirsty was talking about, you know, just that, that education piece and normalizing those conversations is just a big piece to, yeah. you know, making sure we, uh, we pay attention, we get booked and, you know, it's not something that we just put off. So, you know, if it becomes something we celebrate and something we we talk about with our friends with our family members with our colleagues like you know that just helps um helps everyone be educated and make sure that they're taking those necessary steps to get yeah. that screen because it's yeah. so important yeah it only takes one person and that one person can then spiral effect and then impact so many other people just by having the everyday conversations if it if it can become everyday conversations to be like hey I'm going to get my pap spirit next next week like you know when did when did you get yours and just kind of checking in on each other is um that spiral effect is um so powerful um so I think the mm -hmm. impact of this film will definitely be able to um you know, shift perspectives um, of people around the world to be able to um, to push them to advocate for themselves and to get access to the screening that they really need. Um, so Sue, just to close us off, um, where can people see this film? Or um, if there are organizations who want to host a screening of this film, where can they go to learn more about um, this documentary? The best thing to do right now is to email, and I'm just checking the email address so I tell you the right thing. It's um, the email address for the project is conqueringcancer at conqueringcancercampaign.com. And you can also go to the website, which is conqueringcancercampaign.com, and you can find all the information there. And can our listeners also find you on social media? Definitely. So we're on all the usual Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn and it's just Conquering Cancer Campaign. So if you do a Google search, um, you should find the campaign really easily through those channels. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, and is the campaign like is there a certain time frame that um, you folks are kind of running this campaign more um, more intensely, I guess? 
We're we're launching it at the moment. We've just had World Cancer Day, so we did a, a big push for World Cancer Day, and now with um, International Women's Day coming up in in March, that's another opportunity um, mm. for people to you know host events because it's a good kind of day and date where people can kind of rally around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but people can do that any time of the year. So you know, if if you wanted to get a group of friends together or host it in a local cinema, or if an organisation wanted to do something virtual screenings, all of these things are possible. So um, mm. we'd we'd just be thrilled if people want to use the film in any way to advocate um, for for women to um, be able to access services and and you know progress the cause. Yeah, yeah, love that. Um, well, thank you so much, Sue, for coming on and for um, telling us more about this film and this documentary. Um, it's really great to hear all of these different avenues for storytelling and advocacy um, around cervical cancer and gynecologic cancer. So thank you so much for the work that you do, as well for sharing the, some of that uh, with us here today. Uh, thank you. And thanks for the work you're doing as well. I mean, it's fantastic that you're having a, a podcast that's talking so openly about, you know, women's gynecological issues because it's just so important. So thank you. And thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us on the GOSH podcast. To learn more about the Gynecologic Cancer Initiative and our podcast, make sure to check out our website at gynecancerinitiative.ca.